Okay, a love reading. I want to know if anyone new is coming, a potential partner and everything you can tell me about him. Oh boy. Uh, I would, yes, everyone, okay. Uh, yeah, so now the tarot won't predict exactly what's going to come or when, you know, but it'll give you uh, indicators and things to look out for. You know, keep your eyes wide open because potentially coming around the corner, Let's see here. I'm going to do... Cards are taking a view. There are no major cards here. There's nothing big, big, big going on here. This is all relatively short-term. The Ten of Coins, so very physical card initially at the top, reversed, okay? The Ten of Coins is, you know, it's that um, something physical is or material something to do with practicality okay something with work or the the, the human body or money or the things that you require uh, physical relationship that anything like that uh, could be um exercise but it's something material and there's a, something that needs to kind of get resolved that's kind of left hanging and it's it's not it's it, it's not final yet it needs to it needs to sort of be handled and it's left kind of it, it, there's something about that that's overlooking uh the situation and wondering about a love interest love re reading something physically might be playing a factor here and it needs attention um and that's what the cards are saying think about the physical aspects of life and what is the message that comes clear to you there if you if you put your attention on the physical aspects of life the the material aspects the circumstances even around you that you're engaged with daily what needs attention and resolving those things that are currently left a bit unresolved may in fact clear up some of this question about who you might be able to to start a relationship with it may may allow more movement in that direction if these other matters are handled okay that's kind of what that is pointing at and then here on the left sort of behind the scenes something that's kind of underneath the surface is the page of wands and that is desire that is your fire symbol that is the, the core of attraction to someone or your creative power, your desire to meet someone, your instinct to want to be um, in something. Because, you know, when you want a relationship, when you're talking about a love relationship, you're, it's actually a very creative force. It's not a passive one. 
You're being creative when you get into a relationship, especially near the beginning when your creative energies are just exploding all over the place. You know, you you, you want to make something really great and you're all excited. That's the the real way that's the epitome of the, the, the creative sort of impulse. And there's the pages are naive, they're young, they're inexperienced, they don't quite know what how to handle these forces, these attractions. They don't quite it's it's not bad because they're they're just they're learning, you know, and and but they're always enthusiastic about that, about the process. Now here, the reversal means that there's perhaps a little hesitation to express these attractions. A little you know, uh, maybe a little doubt somehow about how these attractions, maybe a little, it might be a little bit of doubt about whether or not other people have that or whether or not you can have that or if it's appropriate or something. But there is some doubt uh, here that might be sort of preventing you from enjoying these human uh, attractions and feelings and these this is sort of a, this is a little bit of, of of nervousness under the surface okay it's not very big it's just one of those little worries that could be playing a role and then over here on the right which is the tarot saying hey let's pay attention to this coming up soon this is something that will be important soon and that is the swords the mind the ace of swords the big the big sort of indicator of, wow, there's a whole new idea here. Let's take a new angle on things. Let's, let's think of something brand new to do. That ace, it's very much like a, whoa, you know what? There are no limitations. I can think of things in a whole new way. And there's incredible, all sorts of options there. So this, this is basically saying, listen, open the mind. There are new ways of approaching this subject, whether or not some a love interest is coming. There are new ways to think about this that can be highly, highly productive and enriching. That's what that ace always talks about. The incredible explosion of possibility and enriching, enriching new ideas that that you have already. The tarot is simply saying, hey, remember that part of yourself and use it, access it. That's all that, that's all that is. So these practical matters that need to be kind of resolved in order to free you up, make you more comfortable in your situation. This nervousness about intimacy, perhaps, here, something there um, that's under the surface taking a new, fresh approach, new ideas, engage in whole new ideas to kind of freshen things up and maybe break apart the routines that have, that have maybe, um, you know, gotten a little stale or not been as productive as they could be in this, in this area of love. That's, that's what the cards are basically suggesting. And none of it is going to be too difficult. None of it is very big. You know, this one here, the court card, the page, this nervousness about the, 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 the attraction and stuff, that's a little bit more of like a general sort of a, you know, we all have these little quirks. And this just sort of talks about this being a sort of a built-in quirk of personality that is it, it, not that big, just 
pretty court cards are sort of um you know they indicate things that sort of go in and out like waves you know so new ideas fresh approach here this is key You're welcome, Athena. I'm seeing what Rusty, uh, the Ten of Coins, you see as a person who has much material abundance, but a lack of spiritual contentment. And, you know, that's that's quite true. Uh, you can see the Ten, you know, a, a, a great deal of abundance... Uh, of course, if it's reversed, then you get that flip. You, you, you get that, like, dissatisfaction. Uh, and so you kind of, you, you kind of, you know, uh, when you have abundance, sometimes it can actually work positively for you. Uh, but of course, it can, it can lead you to become too materially focused. And... You know, it happens all the time, right? That's what they always say. The more money you make, the more physical contentment you have, the more you can become kind of, uh, you know, you just want things. Um, so you do, you have to, you're right. You have to be careful with those coins, cards. But if the card happens to be uh, in the particular situation leaning a bit more toward practical circumstances that you have to deal with in order to make your money or, you know, in order to, to get just what you need. Um, then it takes on more of a, you know, we all have those. In other words, we all have those things and we can, we can certainly, we, sometimes we have to deal with them at, at times and it doesn't really damage our our spirituality if it's if it's that kind of thing it doesn't because you know we have to figure out a way to you know uh, pay our rent and stuff like that in other words it can be a it, these things can be very sort of mundane practical matters sometimes it depends on the person's situation really um and in that case the person knows you know, if, you know, if Brad Pitt is asking for a tarot reading and, and the coins come up, Brad Pitt knows he's very wealthy and has everything he could ever possibly need and has 12 cars in his garage and all that. And so he knows it's probably talking about too much abundance, <laughs> and, you know, uh, <laughs> so that's what I mean by sort of relating to the circumstance of the, of the person. In the rider, right, the woman pictured in the Ten of Coins is surrounded by those coins, but looking away from them wistfully. Yes, and that's that's an interesting point you make about the rider. Um, the rider often takes specific sort of, or more specific interpretations and applies them to the number cards. Whereas... The Tarot de Marseille, which is this deck, is very open about its number cards. And so you kind of go 
you, you fall back basically one way or another, whether you believe in numerology or not, you fall back on a form of numerology. You, something that makes sense to you as a reader numerologically for, for these number cards because they don't give you anything other than the symbols in a, some sort of geometric arrangement. And, and it's like most people are going to look at these and go, what the heck? You know, but if you see this card, it, you know, it has a general tendency to sort of say, well, there is a lot of abundance here. And from the central core of that abundant structure, that busy sort of full structure, emerge all these sort of fertile leaves and shoots, you know, they, they, the, the, the vegetation sort of works its way out through the bricks uh, because it's, it's, it's so, it, there's a quite a rich abundance here. Um, and, uh, and it can influence everything around it. So you kind of can see something of that in the way the image is, is structured. Um, and when they do the ace, you know, they've got the, like the hand of holding the, the sword in the heavens with a crown and all sorts of radiating energy coming out of it, which can, you know, it signifies the, 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 the explosion of the mental, uh, all that potential of the mind and how, how your ideas are just, you know, very, very powerful. And um, so that's why in the last reading, you know, that idea that having the new, the new explosion of creative idea, the, 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 new th the new approach can often really enrich a situation very quickly. <clears throat> very much an exclamation point. That's a good way to put it. Very, very much. And just because it's that exclamation point, it, it provides a, a, a rush of excitement um, and enthusiasm, enthusiasm for what you're doing. And often, you know, with this love reading that I, that I just did for Athena, you know, enthusiasm actually is very infectious. So if you are enthusiastic about a new idea, as you say, an exclamation point, you, you radiate that to other people and it attracts, that kind of thing attracts people whether or not they like to admit it, they, you know, some people say, well, over-enthusiastic people look silly and stuff. You know, that's, people are always attracted to enthusiasm. It's human nature. <clears throat> you know. <clears throat> because enthusiasm is positive. Exactly. If it's a real, that's a good point. I mean, sure, you can get enthusiastic about a really bad idea. Um, <laughs> you know, there have been enthusiastic uh, wars fought that have been really bad, wrong, <laughs> wrong thing, and and that can happen. But in a general practical sense, everyday sense, most people respond to sanely enthusiastic folk, you know, they, they, uh, you know, being asininely enthusiastic about something always looks foolish. 
I mean, I've done that. I've gotten asininely enthusiastic about things. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you can fall on your face doing that. But then again, that's another thing. When you fall on your face because you're enthusiastic about something and you mess up. You know, yeah, it's like, it just makes you more of an interesting person, you know. Coffee's keeping me up. It's keeping me going. Boom, boom, boom. Although coffee never makes me stay awake at night. I've never understood why I can drink coffee at five minutes to midnight and be asleep at midnight. Now, why I've done that, why I would drink coffee at five minutes to midnight, I'm not sure. <laughs> <clears throat> Not sure, because I usually I just drink water, but I have, even recently, I have had coffee at like 11.30 p.m. for some reason. Um, <laughs> makes no sense. <laughs> so sometimes I wonder, like on Twitch, like... Tarot, I always sort of check in every now and then on streams. And I still haven't really figured out when people really like to go and do tarot the most. I sort of feel like evenings, like around, you know, U.S. Pacific time, sometime around 9 p.m. is often pretty good. Um... But I really don't have a handle yet on when people really sort of get into to tarot. My guess is that for U.S., you know, it would be an evening thing, mainly, that people would be doing. Because they're not going to be doing tarot, you know, really while, while they're at work. Um, although I guess they could with headphones. They could... I guess. But I think in general, it's probably something people do at home, like in the evening. Boom. Wow. Another page pops out. So we get a page of pentacles. We're talking about talking about abundance, you know, pages, though, they they're you know, pages are sort of like when you're getting out of maybe you're getting out of college, actually, and uh, you're sort of first entering the work world and you don't know which end is you don't know what to do. You don't know where to where to really go or how to whether or not you're going to get the job or how to even handle the first interview. You, you're kind of nervous because college has been safe, you know, and that's kind of like what I think about the, the page of, of pentacles. Very, very sort of 
really gung-ho about themselves and wanting to to do it and learn and but you know they don't know yet and so it's like when you get out of college and you have to go to those first interviews or send your resume out right that's what this this person is sort of doing uh like i don't know what to do how am i gonna how am i gonna support myself what the heck i gotta go and live on my own now i'm not gonna be able to stay in a dorm anymore i gotta go <laughs> i gotta go find a place that's what this this is that's what this is <laughs> Yeah, so, but I like the pages because they, it's almost like I, uh, I sort of connect with the pages more even, more than the nights. Um, because I kind of understand that sort of chaotic confusion, whereas nights are much more driven and direct and they're like, no nonsense. They cut through all the, the business and they just are like, yep, I know. Okay. Resume out send it all signed sealed delivered they're all done uh i'm up there for the interview i've got brand new shoes i'm not i'm i'm kicking ass and taking names right that's what the nights are and i remember when i was like page age i didn't have that night thing really uh (laughs) i was very much more uh (laughs) a pretty typical page <laughs> you know like what which way do i go here <laughs> uh. oh i remember getting into some things in new york city when i was page age man you know not knowing what i was doing and running around new york city <laughs> try trying to make a living and you know oh my god just jeez and new york's a rough place to to be all confused in i'm telling you well, those are all good images for me anyway around the idea of the page of pentacles <clears throat> Yeah, so doing a a tarot stream sort of in late afternoon time, it's interesting to me because I I very rarely do that. I always wait sort of for it to really kind of get dark. Hi, Mordecai. How are you? First timer. Another newbie. (laughs) And by that, I just mean newbie here. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) You're just new here. I'm good, very good. Kind of having fun with uh, tarot on a on a Friday afternoon. Um, that's because I know that I'm going to have a nice dinner this evening. I know there's a nice dinner coming up. Uh, it's going to be a chicken masala, uh, you know, Indian food. I'm going to have a chicken tiki masala. It's going to be so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even have to, I don't have to ask the tarot because I know if I have chicken tiki masala, it's going to be a good evening. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. It's making me hungry already. <laughs> uh, 
I've found the interesting thing about the tarot. The more I do tarot, the more I learn about it, the more I engage with it, the more easy it is for tarot to sort of put me in a really good mood. I see you there. Okay, Mordecai, you're in the, you're, here you go. Um, oh, shoot. I deleted you by accident. doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, I pressed the wrong button. It's a trash can, and I'm trying to press the plus sign. Ugh, God, I can't not, I can't move the mouse for some reason. Um, anyway, uh, you, you don't need to, there, you can just, you can, I'll do your reading for you. You don't have to, there's, there's nobody ahead of you in the queue, so. So go ahead, you pick, you pick the topic, and we'll go running with the tarot. Love. Okay. main signal we're seeing right at the top subject being the general sort of feeling the energy of love emotional but we're the, the tarot first shows us a mind card now eights and this is right side right side up it's 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 not it, it's it's not a reversal this is straight up the eight is kind of like, um, you know, you work at things, you put your all into them, you, you, you put effort in, you use what you have, you use all that you know, and you apply it diligently. And what happens is, is you see all the potential there. You keep various elements in balance with the eight. And the eight, of course, underneath all, has this primary signal of immense potential, infinity, infinite potential. So you have all these sort of suggestions of success, um, the ability to create change, but it requires that you apply yourself. And the card here is talking about ideas, plans, communication, and wanting to sort of focus on that area first and how things require effort. And the reward is very high if that effort is consistently put in. So... You know, this is often important in the area of love because love, you know, emotional things and relationships like that, they kind of, things start happening differently or they start working more smoothly if we have a kind of mental balance and a feeling that of, of, of 
you know, we we trust our our mental processes, and and we're, we're, we're in other words, we got our head together, we got our head on straight. Yet, you see, when there's a lot of doubt uh, flying around, and we're confused, then we get we sort of get in a weaker position, and it's harder for us to deal properly with the whole love ingredient, right? Now, underlying this, we have a more physical aspect, and it is a reversal. It's the six. And the six, of course, gets us that basic idea of interrelationship, of sharing, of being, you know, expressive with others and enjoyment of that. Now, physically, somewhere in here, underneath, the, the, the equation here, sort of subtle and hard, this is more of a subconscious thing here, is perhaps a little bit of a feeling of a little withdrawal physically in some way. There's maybe, um, you know, something's not being shared, perhaps. Um, something's not being communicated that has to do with, with practical things. Um, and so it's not, it's not major, it's very minor, this, but it is creating a little bit of under the surface doubt. Um, but of course the eight here again in the, in the more mental area is very, very strong and it, it's where the focus is. So these doubts here physically, the, the, the doubt about your status perhaps, or your, your, whether or not you, you have things in abundance enough, whether you have enough money, whether, you have en whether you're tall enough, or, whether, or any of those kinds of practical concerns here, maybe have you a little less inclined to share openly or to enjoy, uh, you know, mixing it up with, with others in a way. Um, now, this here, okay, now here we have the Knight of Swords, another sword, so we've got two swords here. It's, he's reversed. So what that always is, is, an, is a warning to take it slow. The Knight reversed means, oh, whoa, 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 don't go... Don't go busting through like gangbusters. Don't be so sure. Take a more gentle, cautious approach. Don't you don't have to push. It could also mean there's a little bit of a kind of a, a, a little uh, lack of self-confidence. But that lack of self-confidence is very much dealt with and handled by this eight uh, in the swords, uh, which is so pronounced it's so the eight of swords is so well balanced it's so dedicated to making things work to making change to 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 achieving a perfection that's what the eight is doing so your ideas your way of thinking about things is highly highly uh, skilled. It's very you have very good quality of mind, and the the cards want you to apply that 
and concentrate on that and and feel comfortable in that and that will do wonders for easing any doubts you have about practical or physical matters and it wants you to take it gently as you move forward it doesn't want you to go barreling through uh and let your ego run the show it wants you to take an easy approach step by step and don't worry too much about whether or not a new person is around the corner or whether or not you have this or that it wants you to sort of take it nice and slow and gradual <clears throat> That's pretty much the message. Yeah, very often as the little story progresses, you'll find that a reversed card is really telling you it, it's almost like a traffic cop, you know, saying, "Okay, speed up, slow down." That kind of thing. <clears throat> Be very useful at times. Let's go into the. Um, I'm going to pop into the uh, spiritualist shop tarot shop um, I know it's not making sense what I'm saying right now but I'm going to pop us into a little world where tarot is perfect It'll take a minute to get it all wound up <clears throat> if it's well the service that connects us appears yet again to be having some problems. Ah, Naila, thank you. Naila, if you'd like to ask a question, you go right ahead. Uh, can join the queue if you like. Um, I'm ready. The, the deck is prepared. Well, it has to be shuffled. It will be prepared in a second. We've had a few love readings today. We've had a more general. We're, um, we're getting some good tarot messages.
All right, cards look like they've shuffled up. Angastone, thank you for coming in. I was waiting for Nayla, um, but Nayla, Nayla hasn't joined the queue yet. Um, Angastone, I'm putting you in. You are up. The cards await you. What's on your mind, Angus? Let's hear it. And we will make our inquiry to the tarot. That's your deck sitting there, Angastone. It's waiting for you. It's yours. Those cards are shuffled and ready. I love reading. Yes, indeed. Someone named Aziz is a factor must be presented to the tarot. And we will get a message back. Okay, what is the third? There's the third card. Let's see now. The tarot, please give us something. And what do we come out with immediately? The queen of wands. And you know, the wands are talking to us about a big major primary thing. Fire. Creative energy. Passion. Their passion. They are that instinct to be with someone. They are what attracts us. They are the force that moves us toward someone or something we love to do, we want to do. We, it's, it's the drive. It's, it's the passionate drive toward a person or a thing. Okay? And the queen, you know, she... <laughs> She has that passion big time. She has, she's full of it. She's bursting with it. The thing about the queen, though, is she's able to apply it in such a healthy way, such a way that makes everybody grow, makes everybody feel good. She doesn't apply things in a harsh, aggressive way, like a king might be more inclined to do. She's much more... Um, everything she does has kind of a 
an approach to nurture and kind of support people, okay? And so that means that this passionate energy towards someone or in, in, a, in, the, in the context of a couple is very, very large, but also very um, gently applied and has kind of a wise, nurturing quality that enhances the home. It builds a family. You know, it has that quality coming here. And that's what the tarot is pointing at primarily in this particular moment. That sense of rich support of the family or the relationship or the couple itself. Passionate attraction and love that is very, very healthy and nurturing. That's what we're talking about here. And then over here, okay, we have the tower reversed. Now, this is kind of a big thing here, but it's unconscious. This is sort of an under-the-surface quality. And what this is talking about is turmoil and and upset and, you know, the the, the dealing with incredible changes that overwhelm us but reversed it can mean you know we're kind of not uh we're not it we're we're either not um it's too specific to say the turmoil doesn't happen but it, our we don't let it throw us and sometimes that can be not ideal because it means that we're kind of avoiding sometimes the upheavals that may be necessary. But in this case, it, it what it suggests is that under the surface of the relationship may be a little concern about, about upheaval and sudden change. You know, you want you want security, you want safety in a relationship. And there may have been upheavals in the past that are sort of lingering and create a little bit of, you know, anxiety. And that anxiety shows in this reversal here, under the surface, there's this sort of uh, uh, an important kind of concern that we avoid big scenes and big upheavals. We want to avoid them now. We don't want those to be coming in and create. We don't want the drama. That's why this card is here in the reverse. We, we don't want drama anymore. So the queen is good for that because the queen is not a big drama person. She's very much able to take passion and kind of engage in it cheerfully and gently, as I said before which means that she's going to find ways to calm big dramas. She's very wise in that way. And so that approach to passionate energy is very much in line with avoiding the big dramas here. Now, over here, again, so we have the Knight of Swords, and that one's reversed. So again we have the suggestion, you know, don't necessarily, if you're going to avoid drama, then you don't want to go, you know, 
blurting out and barreling into big arguments and conflicts. And that's why the night is reversed. Like, slow that all down. Let's try and not get into arguments. Let's try and not have, let's avoid conflict. Let's avoid being too attached to our own idea and sort of bombarding, right? Barreling through with that, maybe at the expense of enjoying our time together. So that's one thing that the reading is saying. So basically, the overall impression I'm getting about the situation is the cards are saying, let's avoid drama. Let's not get into back and forth little argumentative things. Let's not be attached to our own point of view too much and too aggressive about it. And all of that is accomplished by keeping in mind the general approach of the Queen of Wands, which is a rather calm, gentle, and always supportive, supportive expression of one's passions and one's attractions. So if you keep in mind that thing, I'm always going to be nurturing and supportive, just like the queen in the tarot is. That will accomplish the resolving of big conflicts and upsets. And it will allow people to not pursue argumentative approaches to things. So it's a reading suggesting calm, helpful approaches and where to find those in a relationship. I mean, it can be as small a thing as if you're in a relationship, okay, and they always talk about washing the dishes, right? Somebody just doesn't wash the dishes enough. Well, the queen, instead of going, hey, man, you know, you're really being a total nuisance by not washing the dishes when you're finished eating, and I feel like I have to do it. Well, the queen may say something a little different, like, hey, I'm going to do the dishes. It would be really helpful so that we could, like, split the load if you could maybe do a totally different kind of uh, task that would take something else off our plate, like take out the trash. I'll, you take out the trash and I won't mind getting the dishes done and and then we're going to have extra time to watch a movie. You know, and we can like goof off and relax for the rest of the evening and not worry about any of this. You see, that's how the, that's how the queen sort of approaches things. Uh, it doesn't get into like a, hey, why aren't you doing this? It's pissing me off. She doesn't do what the knight would do. <laughs> so that's sort of just just a kind of a goofy example you know of one of those everyday things that people kind of you know it's easy to get into these little back and forth little argumentative things about nothing you know And we all do it. Sometimes it's fun to get in an argument. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, you know, sometimes it's fun. But uh, <clears throat> you're welcome. <laughs>